have a very special guest. Her name is Paula Jouse. <laughs> I hope I said that right. And uh, I wanted to just tell you really quick about who she is. Um, she's actually an international speaker, um, Sela and a, I don't know what the AWSA Golden Scroll Award winning. Um, she also has a book. She is a Amazon best-selling author, a podcaster. She's the founder of a nonprofit, Walking Into Freedom with Paula. And she really talks a lot about trauma and addiction. And this month for the month of February, my focus is we're talking all about our heart posture. And so I just figured, you know what? Um, this would be a great opportunity for she and I just to collaborate. Um, we actually know each other through social media and uh, we've been chatting and just, um, you know, talking about her journey of how she's actually gotten here. So welcome to the podcast, Paula. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. As you know, we've been talking behind the scenes. We're like, oh, we better get started. <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to know, how did you get your focus or where did the focus of trauma and healing, where did that come from and why do you feel like that is so important? Well, for many years, I was stuck in brokenness, but really it was because I was affected by trauma, but I didn't know that it was trauma and it was childhood trauma, but it was also trauma in my teenage years, trauma, trauma in my adult life that just kept following me. And I kept having these patterns that were following me, unhealthy relationships, you know, toxic mindset, struggling with my own addiction, eating disorder, like all these things were, that they plagued me. And I did not know why, Christina, until I learned that I had trauma and the therapist finally diagnosed me with PTSD. Mm, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And how do you find that it's so important for you to actually talk about it right now? Like, why, why do you think that this topic of trauma is so important? Mm -hmm. Because I know all the years that I was stuck. You know, I know all the years that I suffered and I just wanted help, but I did not know how to put a voice to what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. And so the reason I share my story today everywhere is because I want people to know that there's hope. And here's what I did a lot, Christina, for after I'm done speaking. You helped me put words to how I was feeling, but mm -hmm. I did not know how to describe just yesterday, I got a message on social media and somebody said, I'm halfway through your book. Your thinking and the way you felt is exactly how I feel. I know that I need trauma therapy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, yeah. I don't think we put enough focus on um, helping people who really need the help after you know, very traumatic um, events and things that we've gone through. How do you think that past trauma and in, an unforgiveness holds us back? Well, I feel that if we don't work through our trauma, it stunts our growth. I mean, research shows, let's say that you experience something traumatic at the age three or the age five, a lot of times people are still suffering what, like at that age level, like you hear on inner childhood 
healing Mm -hmm. and a lot of people need inner childhood healing and what that means is you got to go back and revisit that trauma in order for you to grow and to go forth and that was part of my story Christina is that I had childhood trauma since the day that I was born Mm -hmm. but I had numerous traumatic experiences that was affecting me right right but the forgiveness it didn't come, it came way later. Right. I had to first process a lot of trauma, a lot of memories to get to the forgiveness part. Like I needed to even recognize who needed to be forgiven mm-hmm. and, and learning to forgive myself. And so to ask, answer your question is how does past trauma and unforgiveness holds us back? You're literally locked up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're literally locked up with trauma in your body and and the obsessive thoughts in your mind. I mean, I, and, and here's the thing too. You can tell people that have trauma who have not done the healing work. A lot of them, I mean, they just look a lot older than they actually are. They're suffering with oppression and depression. And it just, it breaks my heart because, you know, you can for, forgive. Doesn't mean you always have to just like forget what happened and move on or allow those people to have access to you. But, and and I'm going to end with this, it's such a process, right? Right. It's not a one done, we're quick and it's over with and we move on. Yeah. So along the way, what has helped you deal with some of that past trauma? Has it been like counseling? Has it been life coaching? How have you dealt with some of the past trauma? Yeah. I want to say thank you for asking me because, um, you know, it was probably in my early twenties, when I realized part of my story is I was illiterate until I was 21 years old. And I remember I had graduated in a school from Las Vegas, Nevada. And because of like all my learning disabilities, because of all my behavior issues, they ended up putting me in a behavior school. And what that was in Las Vegas is kind of like, Oh, let's just push her through. Mm -hmm. And when I finished that program, my senior year, I went to go get a job. And I needed, desperately needed a job. Mm -hmm. And the woman said to me, do you, ma'am, do you um, have a problem with reading? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I walked out of there and I I was like, I do. Like, I didn't realize it, but I do. But me forgetting the question, but we'll get back to that. (laughs) But I, I think this is just such an important part is that that moment made me realize there is something wrong with me. And so that interview made me start asking questions. Like, I think there is something wrong with me, but I'm not sure what it is. Mm -hmm. So here's what I was getting at with your question is, is that like I started things like recovery programs because my parents were addicts and I was affected by addiction. So I went to something called Mm Al-Anon for those who have been affected by addiction. It's a support group. I started different counseling back then, and, and I would say it helped me to survive, but we never, nobody ever said, Polly, you have trauma. Right. You've been affected by severe trauma. It wasn't until my mid-30s mm-hmm. where I really started having more episodes, night terrors, you know, old behaviors, urges to binge and purge, come back, all these unhealthy things that I finally went to a counselor who happened to be a trauma therapist and I didn't really even know it, that she said, honey, 
you have PTSD. And I'm like, well, what's that? Right. And that started me on a path of healing for like five to seven years, Christina. Mm -hmm. But what she helped me do is she created a safe environment to start Mm -hmm. unpacking some of these childhood memories that I didn't even realize that were affecting me physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Right. I think it's really, um, like you said, it's a process. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. You knew something was going on with you, but you just didn't know exactly what, 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 what is it? You know, what, what is exactly going on? And the fact that you were able to find somebody, not a coincidence, right? Um, that was actually geared and really focused on to really help you heal from, you know, past trauma. Um, and I think a lot of times we want to, I know we want to suppress a lot of things. We just want to put things away in our minds. But like you said, you were in your thirties and it's coming back up and you're like, well, wait a minute, what's going on? And if we don't really take the time to heal, to really, it's not that we want to go back and relive, but really just figure out what is going on. Like, where's the root of this? Um, I think it's really, really, um, important. So let's go on to the next question. Um, I really want to know what you think about our heart posture and how it's so important for us to actually maintain a really good and positive heart posture when we've dealt with a lot of past trauma. Mm -hmm. I think your heart posture is how you are going to show up in the world. You know, I'm 46 today, Christina, and I've experienced a lot of hurt and pain and trauma, divorces, you know, domestic violence. I mean, a lot of different heartaches, right? Right. Both of my parents died at a young age. And all those experiences could have crippled me, could have kept me really bitter, could have been like, why, God, did you do this to me? So on and so forth. But I want to say thank you. God, for the word of God, first of all, because there's so many stories in there that if you just dissect it, that you really can relate to, right? Right. And so there's a story about Joseph where his brothers betrayed him and threw him in the pit, right? And if you look through Joseph's story in the Bible, there was such long suffering for him. Mm. You know, he was betrayed by family members. His dad didn't know what was going on with him. But you never see Joseph saying, why God, why, why me? You never seen him curse God. He just trusted him. And in that process, Joseph's character continued to grow. Mm. So I think that when you experience trauma, there's like this fine line. Okay, which way am I going to go? Right. You know, which way am I going to go? Like, and, and that's the heart posture. Am I going to open myself up to God's love and forgiveness and his healing power? Or am I just going to shut down and stay bitter for the rest of my life and get sickness and disease and have no purpose? So that's a big answer for your heart posture question. But our heart posture is saying, Lord, I want everything you have for me. Yes. So, so let me open up my heart to healing, Lord. Let me open it up and I may not even be able to express all the things that have happened to me, but you know, right. And I'm ready to walk through this with you. So your question about, and your, why do you think heart posture is so important? It is, it's, it's very important. It affects every, every area of our life. You know, I think that's why the Bible tells us to examine it and examine it. Right. 
Yeah, I think it's in the Proverbs 4.23 that, you know, we have to guard our heart because everything flows from our heart. Yeah. And so when we hear people spewing hate and ugly words and negativity, um, I, I think sometimes we underestimate well, what's in their heart. what What's going on in their heart that they've possibly have not dealt with. And the fact that you say it's how you show up in the world and... Um, and allowing God to really just help you. You may not fully understand. Maybe there were some things that happened as a very young child. But God knows everything. He knows everything that you've been through. And the fact that you can just surrender and trust Him with it, um, it's that's just a, a part of the healing process. So you, yeah. you referenced yeah. the Bible scripture of Joseph. Um, is there a particular Bible, um, scripture in particular that, um, uh, with all the work that you do that you really like, that is your key scripture? Yeah. Well, the scripture that when I was going through like my healing process is what I'm going to share with you today. It's Jeremiah 29, 11, mm. for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord prosper you and not to harm you. And the reason I held on to that scripture in the very beginning of my healing process is because I have plans to prosper you. Like I have a future and a hope mm -hmm. for you, it says. And at that time in my life when I was hurting, because when people have trauma, unhealed trauma, they're hurting, Christina. Yes. So they, they need to know that there's a hope and there's a future for their life. Despite what their circumstances or what they've been through, God's got a plan. Yes. And so I love that scripture. But then it goes to say, for I know the plans I have for you to prosper you and not, not to harm you. Right. So then it reassures that he's a loving God. Mm. So you're not going to harm me no matter what I've been through or what I've done wrong or what other people have done to me. I can come to you as a loving father and I can actually trust you. Yes. Yeah. That's a really powerful um, scripture. Uh, I really like the way that you broke that down because I think a lot of times yeah. we focus on the prosper and the fact yeah. that, you know, God doesn't want to harm us. And we, if right. we trust him in and surrender with everything that we've been through, we know that God will help us through that, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, how have you helped set others free with everything that you've been through? You're a speaker. You've mentioned to me prior that you've gone to speak at women's prisons and um, you even have a um, a U version um, plan, right? On the U version app. app. Yes. So, how have you used everything that you've been through to kind of help other people? Yeah. Well, you know, before this, Christina, you and I were kind of having a private conversation because. You know, I believe people are going to watch us and be like, well, I can never tell my story like mm -hmm. her or I can never do that. But we are called to do it afraid, right? And mm -hmm. so today, wherever God opens the door, I'm just sharing my story, which is really God's story of healing and redemption that I was I was saying, okay, God, I, after attempting suicide a couple times, mm -hmm. I can't do this anymore, God. I need you. And so I just tell them, you know, how I felt before the trauma, what it was like trusting God, what healing actually looks like, and what your life can actually be after trauma healing. And so I do that through my book, Cross Addicted. Yes. Um, I share on my podcast as well, and through the YouVersion Bible app, and through speaking. Wow. So. 
Is yeah. there like a common theme theme that you've seen like as a common um, trauma that you've seen with the women that you've worked with? I'm just curious. Yeah, there is um, self hate mm. because of everything that has happened to them. They are so impacted with self hate when they realize when, but they have to come to realize that they shouldn't be mad at themselves for what happened to them because it wasn't their fault. It was the broken people. And that was, that was where I was in bondage the most. And self hate leads to addiction, to toxic thoughts, toxic relationships, eating disorders. Like it's the common denominator when I'm not what happened to me. You know, I can be for like, I could forgive those people. What we talked about earlier and forgive myself. So, yeah, yeah. but that would be a whole other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You know what? I I think, I think we as women, I know I've struggled with this for a, a long, long time is the fact that not only loving myself, but liking who I am as a person, um, that's like a motto in my marriage with my husband. We, um, I always tell him, um, I love you, but I really like you. Like, I like to hang out with you. And I think a lot of times we as women, we, we, we have a really hard time really just liking who yeah. God has created us to be. We're trying yeah. to look to the left and to the right and figure out, well, how can I change this? And it's not about you don't want to grow, but at the same time, you got to like who you are um, and love and love who you are as, you know, as an individual and a person. So I think that's really important as well. Let me comment comment on that real quick is that I, I tell women that it's not a feeling. It's a choice and you have to practice it. And the sad part is, is that when we're putting ourselves down, I mean, you're literally saying, God, you don't know what you did. And here's the thing too, is that if we can believe the lies of the enemy, because it's all a lie for us not to like ourselves. Sure. Then we're we're capable of believing God's truth. So why don't we just kind of flip the script and Mm -hmm. believe God's truth instead of the lies? Absolutely. Yeah. But the lies come from a lot of unhealed trauma too, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and old mindset. That's true. That's true. So um, I know you shared a little bit or I, I, I shared more of what you're doing now, but do you want to share with the listeners anything that they can do to connect with you, um, whether it be through your podcast, um, any any upcoming yeah. events or anything that you would like to share? Yeah, absolutely. So I am an inspirational speaker and I'm sharing my story across the world today in schools, conferences, um, churches, recovery programs, women's prisons, just letting people know that there is hope and that you can break the cycle of generational trauma and addiction or whatever else is holding you back. I do have my podcast, which is the Pretty Podcast with Paula Jouch, and Pretty stands for where we face our pain and our rejection and our experiences that le- that led to trauma, and let it be a training ground to find yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, on the U Version Bible app, I have Letting Go of Family Trauma and Addiction, and then I have my book Cross Addicted: Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction, which I just recorded the audio book, and so you can get it on audio, you can read it. Um, yeah. So reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I would love to hear from you. 
Paula, I am just so excited just to see everything that God has, um, the doors that God has opened and is going to open for you in 2023, because I just know that people really, they need this message of hope and healing through past trauma. I mean, again, you and I talked about it um, previously to recording, but um, I don't think we do enough work in this area. We don't do enough focus um, with this. And then we wonder why people are walking around so broken and so hurt and um, just unhealed. Yeah. Unhealed. And um, and I, I truly believe that it starts with our heart um, and really just, you know, getting a heart posture for love. I just shared on my last podcast um, that uh, I had come across a Proverbs 31. Um, he was like a guest blog uh, on, on their uh, podcast, but he was talking about um, it was Andy Stanley. And he was talking about um, certain questions at the end of the day that he shares with his children. Like, you know, um, did anybody break a promise to you today? You know, are you mad at anybody? I mean, just those simple questions. Yes, they were geared towards his children. But even us as adults, for us to do a heart check and uh, is everything okay in my heart? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to make sure that um, you don't want to carry that on and... and and build that up and just anger and resentment and and just bitterness. Um, that's not who we are. We're supposed yeah. to be as believers in Christ. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, that what happened to us um, isn't, you know, imp- you know, it's not like we're trying to like brush it off, but let's get the healing. Let's get the healing yeah. that we need. Yeah. Amen to that. I, I completely agree with you because... What the things that are hidden in our hearts will affect us. And a saying that I like to say often is we become as sick as our secrets. Mm. So you may think your secrets that you're holding in, but God knows the hearts. And that was my biggest breakthrough when God's like, Paula, I already know. Just bring it to me. Mm. Even when you're struggling with your addiction, don't, don't sink back and isolate, push forward and just, you know, reach out to God. And I'm going to end with this. You know, mm-hmm. I really don't want to coach like I really I wrestled with that but that's why I started coaching part-time this year because I want there to be more help out there for people who are suffering with trauma absolutely well I just want to say thank you so much so you guys um in the show notes I am going to um add all her links um how you can get her book um the U version app uh the bible uh plan that she has on that and then um, her website. So um, you guys connect with Paula. And uh, I would love to hear back from you. Uh, I just want you to know that God is good and you are blessed.